With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We all are in this cultural trance. Don't think. Accept what is. Accept what authority says is true. Accept what authority says is true. It will be a complete breakdown of social order. A war of all against all. Dark times are ahead. Dark times indeed. Welcome to the apocalypse, Mr. Squidward. You're listening to Conspirifact. I'm Wes. And I'm Bill. This is Conspirifact. Yep. Conspirifact can be twice a week. First on Aftermath.media. Catch us everywhere else on your favorite podcast, Catcher. Uh, those go out on... Oh, we put those out on Spreaker first. We have the RSS feed set up, so you guys can get us anywhere. Uh, if you like, you can donate. Give us a little bit of monetary support. That's going to be conspirifecttipjar at gmail.com using PayPal. You can hit us up that way. Or you can subscribe aftermath.fm forward slash conspirifact. We get a little bit of a kickback if you subscribe on Aftermath for that. And actually, Aftermath is going to be doing a special right now as um, we're recording this here in June. Um, so keep an eye out for that. It's going to be starting up... Uh, pretty soon but they'll be having uh when you go to the website they'll they'll have whatever the specials are the deal so be a discount pretty significant discount they're gonna be giving for people who want to sign up so uh if you want to get the premiums you get us along with ground zero that's going to be a lot cheaper than if you were to pay full price so check that out so bill what you've been up to the last couple days well obviously i'm press prepping for the race weekend uh omer third round uh is happening at pir this weekend so if anybody's interested in coming out and meeting one of your favorite uh conspiracy network hosts <laughs> i'll be out there uh number 72 you can find me in the parking lot nice me catch me outside all right so catch me outside that, how about that how about that all right so um with that in mind um you know you know, this is a, this is going to be a little bit about kind of the like we're going to go kind of around the horn, but because uh, you had a very interesting subject as well. But I did want to bring up, isn't it interesting that when people say protect our kids, and then the second thing they do is try to vote fucking legislation that limits the rights of law-abiding citizens? I mean, I know that sounds trite and it sounds like a broken record, but God, how many how many goddamn times does that need to just? It's like it's every time. You know, and, and, and if these things are so, if, if these bands are so stinking great, right, then why is it that you, you just trade one type of crime for another, if, if that's the case? So you say, okay, we disarm the, the regular law-abiding public. And I mean, I know there's going to be some dickhead out here saying, well, it just doesn't do that. And, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. It doesn't. It, what it does do is limit the ability for law-abiding people to get something that they want in a timely manner. That is exactly what it is, or or underarming. So so with that in mind. Now, 
the first thing these cheese puff fuck faces did is say, we need to talk about mental health. And I'm like, you know what? I 100% agree. I think if you listen to the show, you'll you'll agree. That's exactly where I went to. Like, you know what? We need to reevaluate prohibited possessors based on psychiatric evaluation on, of use of meds and all those kind of things. You know what? They were like heading the right direction. And then they went like to Albuquerque Street and took a right instead of a left. And they were like, you know what we should do? We should ban the shit out of guns. That seems like a good idea. I'm like, nope. We went right back to the same old horse shit. So that passed the floor. Um, and just, hey, guys, remember, you're going to be buying 458 SOCOM, round, uh, SOCOM magazines now, not 30-round dangerous AR magazines. I mean, it's just the most dumb shit of all time. So now that I've – and now that I've gotten that off my chest, um, Wes, how was your day? <laughs> just like, ah. I mean, I don't think not it'll as pass bad the as floor. yours. I'll say that. <laughs> Look, I don't think it'll pass Congress. I don't think it'll pass the Senate. I don't. No, it, um, it passed Congress. It'll, it just needs to pass. No, the it's Senate. no, it's yeah. passed the representative. No, it has to go through. It went through the House of Representatives. It has to go through the Senate now in order to get that done. The House of Representatives is Congress. Oh, oh God! It, the Senate. Never mind. <laughs> His, his fucking oh my god that's how irritated i am right now it's just think. like i can't think i'm over here like oh my god i just you know i mean jesus yeah yeah lord fire and all that you know whatever i mean just look here's the thing what in tarnation that's all i've got to say uh, you know that's maybe sound okay so it passed the house of representatives it now has to go to the senate i do not believe it'll pass the senate floor there's too many things that are loophole problematic la 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 all the things that are associated with oh infringing on the rights of lawful uh americans now if they would have went the route of saying mental health looking to that i think anybody that could have said yeah I'm, i'd be behind that because i think everybody understands if you carry a firearm you cannot legally carry a firearm if you're inebriated if you're drunk if you're under the influence of intoxicants of any form that is something we've all agreed that's it's like can't do it it's illegal then why are you allowed to have psychiatric medication and be able to purchase a gun so you see what I'm saying? That's same thing. So we, we just went completely away from common sense, which shot the fuck away from that. It was like, eh, three, two, one. Nope. Go the other direction. It went right from common core beliefs to potentially, um, you know, agenda. Oh, surprising. It's politics. Thank you. It's uh, Thursday. Sweet. So, yeah, there's that. So you had something else that was um, a little bit more light and airy and just as ominous. How about what do you have, man? Yeah. Well, so this... Uh, kind of came to me as I was just kind of going through my own personal experiences, as well as just kind of watching some scenarios that are playing out on uh, the internet right now. Um, so YouTube, it's no mystery that YouTube has been sketchy the last few years with their kind of push to, to kind of clean things up on the platform. They've alienated a lot of content creators. Of course. And what it's kind of come down to now is I have a theory that they really just want to get rid of the average Joe content creator and they just want corporations to upload music videos and other corporately sponsored or created content like reality shows, things like that. So what I've been, what I've been noticing is they will flip flop on their rules and they will do it pretty hardcore. So my own experience, I had a video I had made mm -hmm. for a client several years ago and so she was doing a speech uh she kind of hit me up and, and kind of told me a little briefly she was in a speech about stopping uh school shootings that kind of fits in with what we were talking about here just a moment ago and um i thought well, okay well, i'd like to help and she said i just want you to make a video montage for me make it really intense 
just like you do the audio montages, but I just need footage of like uh, different school shooters. So she told me the one she wanted, and I kind of took like their videos they did, like the, the Columbine guys yelling and screaming at the camera, and uh, kind of put together some videos of that and like um, news reports talking about how a school shooting had happened. I put some really intense mm-hmm. music in there, and um, it was cool, right? It, it, and I put it up on YouTube so she could monitor it, so she could see it and give me critique on it. And I set it to private, only sharing it with her. And I forgot it existed. Right. A few months ago, pops up, YouTube says, hey, look, you know, we just found a video on your channel that violates our community guidelines on promotion of dangerous people or uh, organizations. And I had submitted a little appeal on it and said, hey, look, no, this, is, this isn't what it is. I never got anything back. Well, we had a strike on our channel because of a, a video that was uploaded by mistake, a producer didn't double check it and it had some content in there that, that broke the guidelines. So we got a strike. So it was just a mistake, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that finally went away at the end of May. And no joke, immediately after that goes away, I, uh, I noticed that our, that video, the one I made on the school shootings was still up and still had a, a little bit of a, of a kind of a warning on it. So I submitted a second appeal to him. I said, Hey, look, you know, this video, Blah, blah, blah. I, I grabbed content for the video from other YouTube videos, used it under fair use. The, 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 they said that I needed to provide context. So I just provided context, told them exactly what I had made it for. So it's private. It wasn't meant for anything. It's not trying to promote anything. I feel like it doesn't violate the standards. They reviewed it and said, you know what? You're right. We got it wrong. It doesn't violate any, any of our standards. We're going to go ahead and reactivate the video. I'm like, cool. So I got everything cleaned up all in one week. I thought, okay, I'll just delete the school shooting video because it doesn't really need to be there. No joke. A couple days go by. I hadn't had a chance to delete the video yet. I get a notification last week from YouTube and they let me know, hey, look, we have given you a uh, community guidelines strike because you have a video that promotes dangerous organizations or persons. It goes against our standards uh, and, and we feel like you deserve the strike. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Wow. And I go ahead and I submit another appeal. And I, I go ahead and hit up uh, Rob and Mike and, and Ron and say, hey, guys, YouTube channel is getting struck again. And they all kind of hit me. I could hear the, yeah, you can like hear someone rolling their, their eyes in the background. They're like, yep, that's YouTube. Sorry, dude. Um, a couple hours go by. They hit me up and they say, oh, you know what? We've uh, reviewed your video. We find that it's not as severe of a violation as we thought. So we're going to remove the strike, but we're deleting the video permanently. And I was just so happy to be done with it that I said, fine, you know, you just did me a favor. Delete you the win. Video. Yeah. I'm like, why? Cause I didn't need it anyway. It's not like it was a video that was gaining me any money or it wasn't, it wasn't anything important. And I always back up everything. Whenever I make a video, I don't delete the, the edit files or the, the, um, the master file on my computer. I hold on to it. So I, it's not like I'm losing anything because people do that. They delete the, they make the video, they upload it, then they delete the, the MP4 off of their computer. And so that's why it's tragic for them when they get it deleted off of YouTube because they've lost all their work. Um, I'm kind of a, of a hoarder when it comes to digital content, so I don't lose it, right? And I might use this shit for later. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it's, I don't, I, it, to me, it's just, it's good practice. You just hold on to your stuff. I don't know why you would delete it off your computer. It's kind of, to me, I think it's kind of stupid to do that. And so, uh, with what YouTube's doing here is they're, they're allowing the robots to run things and the robots are doing a bad job. Okay. There's some other drama going on that I've noticed, uh, that 
is with different issues where people are uh are allowed to abuse YouTube's terms and conditions and then they're not getting punished for it. And I'm just kind of sit back on who's really at the helm there. I understand it's a gigantic corporation and they have thousands of hours. I think it's like I remember 10 years ago people were saying that every hour over 24 hours of content or every minute every 24 hours of content is uploaded to YouTube or something like that. Where it's to the point where it's literally impossible to watch everything that's on there. Right. And um I, I believe that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure every every second right now they, they have hundreds of hours of content uploaded and they have to go through and, and process it because there's there's people who are constantly uploading videos every day. And right. some of those videos are like time wasters, like the the 10 hours of someone, you know, uh, Wilford Brimley saying diabetes on a loop. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. Or some song slid down 7,000%, so it takes like six hours to get through it. It, there's there's crazy stuff like that that's always getting uploaded um but you think they'd be able to actually have a rational human being read your defense and make sense of it and it, it's it's getting to the point where it's like it, it's like they don't want anyone on the platform except for corporate entities corporate entity, yeah because it's corporate entities are, are going to be very careful with what they upload and it's kind of sad because that's like, originally that's what youtube was for was for people to go who didn't have a platform, they can go and they can upload their home videos and share them with people. And then there's people who found out like, oh yeah, I'm pretty good at this. I could do this all the time. And they became known as the YouTubers and eventually they became social media influencers. And it feels like they will only allow certain social media influencers. Right. And they will really only work with corporations on this because some brailler dude's not going to be able to to go to court and and fight a legal battle over copyright stuff, and that's it. Feels like that's what they're really putting it into. It's it's like there's not even a a court really. Like they have a the review process, but you barely get a chance to state your case because I mean I had every right to have that video up because it was private, right? But they're pulling it down. And they're saying, "Well, you're you're guilty based upon our perceptions of you." How is that ever allowed? In any society, guilty right. based on perception? No, they have to prove right. that you're guilty of a crime. Not in corporate America. They it, just tell you what's what. Yeah. The, you know, there's no due process. The The reality that I think is that we're looking at, you know, this is the opportunity. I see this as less as a of a, of a YouTube problem and more of a, a cultural problem. People yeah. need to mo- displace themselves from these large entities, take away their power. Because yeah. as soon as you depopulate that and go to another platform that is, you know, just as robust, has the bandwidth, has all the tools, um, you'll you'll see YouTube um, relax. Because remember, originally YouTube was amazing. All right, it was amazing back in the day when it would you could just everything everybody. That's when all the influencers influencers started. You know, that's when you know when you started seeing all the different you know, media types and it opened up a whole different genre and a lot of innovation happened and then corporatization happened and all these fucking cheese dicks started making all the rules and it took away all of the, um, it it took away all the success. It took away all the incentive. As soon as they demonetized, took away all the monetization where all the money was being made and all of a sudden it was like, now you make nothing. That's where you knew it was going to drop off. And that's why there needs to be more replacement type platforms and no one's been able to topple YouTube yet. Yeah, well, once Google bought them out, that just kind of set things up for, yeah, they're basically the back-to-back-to-back world champions of, of online digital content. Mm-hmm. And you they're know? on the edge of being a monopoly. 
they kind of are They're, essentially yeah i don't i can't really think of any companies that can compete with them i remember back 10 years ago there was um vimeo not venmo right. but vimeo and they're still around, but they don't focus on on the same kind of content anymore because they just they can't compete with what YouTube offers. And so they kind of gave up and they kind of focus on allowing people to like sell movies on there. And you can do a few other things. But back like 10 years ago, Vimeo was basically YouTube, but you could upload larger file sizes and you could get true right. high definition. It took YouTube a long time to get to HD. I, I, re I still remember back in like 2007 trying to upload videos even like i started my channel like 2006 and i was trying to upload videos and i couldn't because they had a file size limit of 100 megabytes That's and everything right. was like 240 pixels in vertical resolution which is half of what regular standard definition was but people didn't care and i, I remember they made a really big deal when they uh switched over in 2008 and they said oh now you can upload videos in widescreen and everyone was like holy shit now it means we can upload videos in 16 by 9 oh it fills my full widescreen monitor now, that was back when having a, a high definition monitor was rare and oh yeah no now everyone's got 4k monitors and everyone's got these, these crazy everything and, 4k widescreen you know wide yeah. aspect ratio and yeah and but, all the tools to do to make it work yep. yeah what made youtube for me so fascinating and so much fun was i would sign on and I'd go to watch a video and then there was always a link to another video. There was always, it just, I feel like I had just this world of content constantly available and I'm everything was so you. much fun. You go on there and, and there'd be all these funny videos that people would make. And, uh, there was all this comedy and you, you, you got to hear the voices and opinions of people from other parts of the world. It was really cool. And there's still that now, but there's so many fake people that get on it now that you, you kind of get cynical. And yep. there's all this beef, which can be fun to watch sometimes. Like there's like these rap battles that tons people get into. Tons of information. And, yeah, yeah. Tons of misinformation. Yeah. But that's the other problem is that now there's so many people that are trying to one up and trying mm -hmm. to make that next, next best thing that YouTube itself can't even figure out what is or is not misinformation. So they're just marking anything that, that kind of smells like it might be a conspiracy theory. They're marking it as a conspiracy theory and saying that it's it's false. Yeah. And it's getting frustrating because it's to the point now where it's like you can't even have a conversation about something. Like we got a content strike because we had a video that got uploaded, a clip of Ground Zero. And it was uh, a guest we'd had on and she had some, some things she said about vaccines that contradicted what the CDC had said. Right. And since it, so since it doesn't match up exactly with what the CDC says, then therefore YouTube said, well, that's uh, against our guidelines. And so you guys are going to get a strike for that. I'm kind of looking at going, you know, did we really hurt anyone by having an opinion that doesn't match up? No, no one got hurt, but they're so worried about lawsuits and people getting hurt that they're just going around and they're just, they're slapping everything down. They that possibly even resembles misinformation. And right. it's, it's nuts. I mean, and, and they're, they're clearly on one side because like there's, there's content creators that go out there and they put up medical misinformation all the time, but mm -hmm. because they are a doctor or because they, they say things that fall in line with what the CDC has already pre-approved, that medical misinformation is allowed. I think, oh, you know what? I'm going to say this. 
I think the big issue with the social media age or electronic media age is that it's forever, right? It's been, it's been, it's, it's electronic record. Uh, the information's out there. It's always been saved on somebody's hard drive somewhere. So you cannot stamp out a story. Like back in the day, like you could, you could push the papers and say, no, you're not an editor. You're not going to put that story out or we're going to break your fucking legs. Right. That, that, that was, that was something you can control the media today. The media is controlled in a whole different holistic way. There's tons of propaganda. There's tons of well, corporate trust and corporate control. But if a fact of information has come out, it stopped being about redacting something and saying, hey, this wasn't true. It becomes basically a lie of, of like, they're just going to deny it. Oh, it didn't happen. Yet you have media that guarantees that it did happen. And then it becomes this absolute propaganda war that you have to choose which group is telling the truth and they don't and neither side always tells the truth so you're always splitting hairs and i think that's the the issue like with anything to do with uh you know user content then you have corporate controls that are saying well we might be able to do you know you might be not breaking the rules or you might be breaking the rules so we're just going to err on the side of you're breaking the rules and we're going to spank you down and we're going to only work with the people who are paying us or who are paying our bills truly paying our bills not just the regular user the They're people that make money with side. yeah yeah <sighs> yeah and there's there's two sides to every story and but that's the other thing like twitter they we covered that not too long ago it was brought out that a lot of the people on Twitter are very biased in their politics and they were going out of their way to shut down anything that disagreed with them. And that seems to be the norm right now is, well, if someone has a legitimate argument against my beliefs, then the only way I can shut them down is to basically threaten them or to just mm-hmm. silence them. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you know, when someone has a good opinion on something or they have they have um you know when someone's right when the person they're disagreeing with right starts attacking them we see that all the yep. time it's like when when uh, you start to disagree with a liberal it's typically they'll come out and they'll say oh well you're just a racist what are you talking about they'll scream january 6th i don't even know what the fuck yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah. well, even <laughs> like, did that. when when yeah. uh, uh i'm trying to remember the name of the senator it was oh yeah ted cruz ted cruz had, had called out fauci on something and ted cruz responded with what happened on January 6th, Senator? He wasn't even there. Or if he was, he, he wasn't he wasn't a, a part of it because all the senators were in the, the chamber yeah. hanging out trying to do the job. It's like he, he had nothing to do with the riots. He wasn't going around telling people to do it. But it's just, you know, it's all this deflection and everything. And that's that's where it's it's getting so hard because even now, if, if someone's like honest or trying to be wholesome, like I've seen that with YouTube creators getting attacked by people on the internet when and being accused of being fake or whatever it is. And it's like, they're saying standing there on their camera going, look, we just want to make videos talking about video games. We're not trying to get into any trouble. It's, it's crazy. Like you can be the most honest, wholesome person and you'll still have people attack you because people oh, yeah, are so matter. programmed to uh, believe that there's a dark agenda behind everything. And well, it, and they created themselves as their own narrative. Yeah, there is, but so with with a lot of the because we talk about conspiracy theories a lot, so we're always bringing up dark agendas. In a lot of cases, people don't realize they're doing harm. They think that what they're doing is good, like World Economic Forum. They don't realize what they're doing is harmful, but they do it anyway because they think that they're gonna that they can control things and make things better. They think, oh, we'll make everyone's life better if we make the environment greener, and they don't realize it's gonna create shortages and it's gonna create 
hunger and all these problems by right. by going too extreme too fast. Uh, they don't either they don't think about it because they're too stupid, or maybe they really are that evil. That's just an example of of one case. Uh, like with the Trump derangement syndrome. Not sure he's that much of a mastermind, but okay. Right. Well, it's it's its own thing. I mean, dude, here we went to that before. It's like you can't. I mean, it's 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 kind of like it's so dumbfounding um, because people or media or I don't I don't even know they, they the the proverbial they the the in quotations they they are always trying to twist whatever they want to have happen to happen right it's agenda everything is based on agenda and if you have a great deal of fear and this is kind of where uh you go back to if you attack if anytime you feel like you're right you get attacked right if you're if you feel like you're correct you know or if you're a you know, if you're hurting someone's feelings because you are um because you're you have the truth on your side they will instantly attack you i believe that I remember I you know how you've read that quote like hey they're not coming at, they're coming after me because they're not really after me they're after you kind of thing and of kind of like a foreboding statement like that Donald Trump said and look at us now look at what's happening now like it's like all the heat of all these agendas has now gotten more and more and more prevalent everything is about limiting and hurting and and look and poor management everything they said that this individual was going to do they're doing instead it's like they were projecting it but it was like he was able to make things happen. Well, actually, he, not they. He didn't do shit. His administration did things, right? He was kind of like the guy at the top. I don't think he's the smartest dude in the room. I think that the guys that were coming up with all the economic policies and doing all this stuff, I think they were doing a great job. But I know somebody had a stroke somewhere, and I'm like, good. You know, good for you. But the uh, the people in you know like that are currently leading this country, they hated what he what that administration was able to do, so they tried to dismantle it so they could rebuild it, but they don't know how to fucking rebuild it. It was build back better. What's that mean? You're gonna break it down and try to build it back up? Too late, dude, you already broke the toy. And yeah. they have they have media on their side that's literally holding them up. You know, like, oh yeah, they're and they're banging it up with propaganda. And we go back to the same thing. YouTube, Twitter, all the big media outlets have always they have not been on the side of I mean for a very long time. They have not been on the side of the truth. They've been on the side of the agenda. And I don't agree with that type of philosophy at all. Because in the end, the only people that lose is us. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can get into the whole media thing as well. Uh, that's, I feel like that's also another one of those broken record pieces. It's like, they, oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're guilty they, of the very thing that they accuse other people of doing. And yeah. they're like, well, we give out the, the, the best information. It's like, how many times have you had a story go the opposite direction of what you were trying to push? And Oh, exactly. It's yeah. like, well, dude, a conspiracy theory is only six months from the truth at this point. So, or three months, depending on what's going on. But to go back to your original point about YouTube, you know, with them kind of coming back at you um, and then redacting their position and then, then going back and forth and back and forth, it just shows you that they have absolutely no standard. And it is completely at the whim of whoever is or whomever is evaluating the video, right? But they're also setting a precedence. Anything becomes redact uh, retractable or taken or, or, or punishable. Anything that the organization does not deem to yeah. fit their standards. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Like for me, in my case, I, I'm not too heartbroken over the content because it was like, it was quick little, little, 
it's the point, man. Yeah, it was a little clip that was that was generated by uh, a third party app that just kind of like makes the video for you. So it really wasn't that big of a of a deal. But I've had other content. I've had videos I've spent a lot of time on that they rejected and said, "Oh yeah, we don't allow you to make videos about that." Um, I made a little documentary about how the media was doing a bad job doing reporting on Sandy Hook when it happened, and they mm-hmm. they said, "Well, we don't allow videos to be made about tragedies." And I'm going, "Okay, so are, what are you, you talking gonna... about? That's history." History yeah. is tragedies, which I can understand if they if they applied that across the board and said no videos about tragedies ever. I would say, OK, but yet 9-11 videos are still allowed to stay up. Mm-hmm. The video of Jimmy Kimmel crying about different tragedies, like when he cried about the Las Vegas shooting, that's still allowed up. Um, there's still tons of content about Sandy Hook that's still allowed up. So I, I kind of look back at it. And I go, All right, well, I don't mind having my content taken away if it's universally applied, but in this case, it's not applied equally. So hypocrisy. Yeah. Like the whole gun grabbing thing. It's like, well, if, if we were able to guarantee that every single need for a firearm would be, would be ended if we gave them all up, then I think a lot of people would be willing to look into that. But we all know that's not going to happen. We all know that I will have mine buried in my backyard. If that's the case, just yeah. saying, uh, dude, here's the thing. Uh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> because, and I'm, I'm, I look, I, I mean, not to like sound like a broken record, the word of the day, remember when you watched Sesame Street, the word of the day, word of the day is no. <laughs> All right. And the reason is historic history, history, the history of man, history. Yeah. All right. Has always made it certain that when a government disarms its people, eventually, yep. and normally sooner rather than later, the government's going to wield the wand and sword. It will stop being the pen. It will become the sword. Yeah, which if is exactly why I'll never give them up. Yeah. But yeah. if we were able to somehow live in a fantasy world where that was possible, then I think a lot of people would be willing to sit down and think, okay, well, maybe I could, I could give it up. But we all know the better. That's why we, we don't give it up. That's, that's the issue is a lot of people want to live in that utopian world. That's why they, whenever I hear people say things like, no one needs... What, in the name of the firearm at that point or name the the aspect of a firearm that they're referring to um whenever i hear that i always think okay there's just someone who's not who's not living in reality if anyone says no one needs it's arguments done for me because oh, you know what i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this because yeah. i saw this today and it was something that we hear regularly okay this is something everybody would be like oh I, i've heard people say that can't fight the government right they got tanks and they got nuclear weapons and they got American airplanes. And then they're like, well, you know, your gun, your firearm is not going to do anything about it. And I, you know, and I thought was, and I, I put some thought into that. And I was like, you know what? As an organized force, you're absolutely right. But you're not fighting a tank. You're not fighting an airplane. You're not fighting nuclear weapons. You're fighting another man. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the fact is that other guy who is also an American, who also has to have a certain belief system that allows them to subjugate you away from your rights and take their rights away at the same time, they have to have the will to follow through with that. And if it meant their ass, potentially, for them trying to do that, then you know what? That's going to cause and give pause to any would-be dictator, right? Yeah. That's the reason. It's not, it's, it is not the actual act of going toe-to-toe against the military because the will of the military is not going to be there because those are generally the people who truly believe in your rights the it's the it's the other it's the others the others that are have a have a big voice and no balls generally are the ones that are screaming we need to take your shit so you know and and that's really what it's about and it's about willpower we have to have the will to maintain and keep our stuff because we are a preventative measure from a foreign adversary we're a for and domestic adversaries that is the truth. If you give those items up, items up, you increase your odds of having your head caved in by a bat. Because, you know, yeah. and that's the thing, like it's as a, as a, as a, you've said it many times, like all the countries that had disarming, like Australia and, 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 and the UK, where they had guns go away, but then they had violent crimes jump up drastically. Here's the thing. The little old lady who's 60 years old, 70 years old, and has, you know, you know, the ability capability has her 357. And then you have the 21 year old kids trying to break in the house and she levels her, you know, levels her pea shooter at them and blasts them. She's just as big as they are. Shit. She's bigger than they are. Yeah. But if you take away that tool, now she's just a victim. Yeah. And that is something nobody wants. Anybody with common sense does not want to become. Yeah. I think you did a good job summing up what I was basically about to say earlier, because I was going to say that, you know, needs are, basically dictated by the environment or the scenario that you're in. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. you know, people keep saying, well, no one needs an AR-15. Well, that's just the thing is it is a multiple scenario rifle. It, it, you can, can do about anything. Yeah, yeah. You, you can set it up and it can be more comfortable for hunting. You can set it up and make it uh, tactical. You can you know, dress it up, dress it down. It, it's, it, it has a lot of purposes, which is why it's America's most popular rifle. Soon to be replaced by whatever the hell SIG is trying to come out with. The next um, thing, yeah. <laughs> the MTX or whatever. But I mean, the thing is, dude, yeah. is that I – here's the hollowness of these – of the argument and the thing that people are misunderstanding. The, the tool is not the problem because the tool belongs to a general set of tools, right? So you have an AR-15, Mini-14, um, any host, an AR-180, it's tons of different – versions that shoot the same caliber bullet right that's what you know let's just let's just break it down if it shoots five five six forty five that's what we're talking about here that's the thing they they chamber that shit from a bolt action all the way to you know you probably can even find it in a lever action gun i mean i wouldn't doubt it there's somebody's made it all right so there's this whole host you're worried about the cosmetics that's what it comes down to the cosmetics magazine fed cosmetics that is as silly as saying, I don't like Barbie dolls that are black because they're black and they don't, they don't meet my expectations of a Barbie doll. Or I don't like the 
the the brown haired Barbie doll because the original Barbie doll was blonde. Well, Who well, gives a shit? It's cosmetics. Yeah. Well, they name them something else. Barbie is always going to be blonde no, hair, no, blue no, eyes. No, Barbie's no, 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 man. Barbie's got multiple versions. Barbie's no, yeah, she's no. hot in all colors. Okay. No, they don't. No, no they do. Named, they, have a, they, they have a different name. They're they're Barbie's friends. They're not called not Barbie. The Black Barbie. No, Black Barbie is Barbie. She's Barbie. I, I saw this. It's a real thing. Okay. Look it up. Okay. I just remember Look as a up. kid, it was like Barbie, and then there's there's Skipper and yeah, all yeah, these other oh, names, yeah. and there's Ken. Yeah. And I think there's a couple different types of of dudes. And here's the thing. And look, and I'll say this: it's a toy, and if it doesn't matter, Barbie's Barbie. I mean, Barbie's kind of a strange name. Period. I don't think most people have that. But um, I, don't, I haven't. It's true ever for Barbara. Bar whatever, but Barbie, whatever. Yeah, and a, there's also, you know, I mean, but yeah, I mean, but the the fact is, is that 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 character, it crosses all 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 genres. I think everybody should have access to Barbie in whatever you know hue that they wanted to have it in, because they because she's the main character. And you know what? If your main character needs to be, but we've we've written rewritten all movies into all different you know styles. So who gives a shit? I think it's awesome. Good. I think every little kid should have the one that they want. I think that's the way it is. If you want to buy it, then you should be able to have it. I kind of agree with that, like with the concept of having, you know, if you want your own, you know, F-15 and you want to go through all the trouble to own it, then have at it. And I don't care. Just you have to be responsible with it. And I do agree with responsible gun ownership. However, responsible gun ownership is keeping that shit like so you're not shooting anybody on accident. It's got to be on purpose. And if you're committing a crime, then you have to do the crime. Then you're going to be punished. If you're doing it lawfully, then okay. If you're hunting, whatever. But the Second Amendment's not about hunting. It's about no. And you know what? I think that should be that should be the new that should be a T-shirt. The Second Amendment is about saying no. That's it. No. Yeah. That, that's not for me. Thank you. Yeah. Now you got me online looking at fucking Barbie dolls. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. Yeah, well, I remember there was there was um. Different. Uh, they had different names for. Them. Yeah, they have a bunch of different names. Oh man, the thing is, yeah. is that I went through this with there's, all there's my nieces. The Barbie brand, and then there's the Barbie character, and yeah. then there's the there's Barbies like I, like her other friends that are like it's not just Barbie and Ken. There's like there's there's, and I remember as a kid seeing that because it was like they had. There's the, tons of spinoffs too. Yeah, yeah, there's like the the Latina version, and she had uh -huh. a different name. I, I can't remember what her name was like Maria or something. And then there's there was a uh, black girl doll and um. Janet or something like that. I remember it was some some kind of like they're all like, these really like bland names. They weren't like they didn't have like anything interesting like like you know <laughs> Janet for like Janet Jackson or something. I don't know. Um, a Barbie Dreamtopia Twinkle Lights Mermaid doll. She is dark headed, dark. Uh, she has a really good tan. She's very dark complected. Twenty two ninety nine Barbie. Uh, let's see here, Barbie twenty eight. Oh, this is a twenty eight inch best fashion star friend. That's Let me Barbie. go to yeah. tell you what. I, I know it'll, it'll help me out. Wikipedia, Wikipedia is always good. Dude, Doctor Barbie, she's African American and she's black and big city Barbie. Yeah, I did the, Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's handicap Barbie. There's wheelchair Barbie. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I had That's a sister, a and so she had tons of Barbies, and so every now yeah. and then. When I was bored, you know, like you'd figure out a way to I'd, attach a rifle to Barbie and she would be, she'd be strip her clothes Barbie. off and see what she looked like naked. <laughs> What's that stripper Barbie? The pole, a pole handler Barbie. <laughs> Grab it by the hair and fling it around. You know, stop, West. You're going to tear the hair out. Brass champion Barbie. It's a Barbie it Dunchuck. <laughs> and, 
<laughs> I pushed two of them together. But you I give tied them together any inanimate object to a little boy, he's gonna figure out how to turn it into a it's weapon. Warfare. It's warfare. <laughs> exactly. The warfare Barbie. It's urban warfare Barbie. How? Where did she? She's like Wes. Where did he get that AR? Where did she get that AR fifteen? She got it from the cosmetic section. GI Joes yeah, and yeah. Barbies are the same size, twelve inch figures. <laughs> I don't think that was on accident. Yes, I'm just saying. When G.I. Joe gets home from a long mission, <laughs> he has to go knock Ken out. Call him uh, Jody. <laughs> yeah, I just remember as a kid, they made such a big deal about him. They're, they're, they'd look at us and tell us, this Barbie doll is going to make you have a bad body image. Or, you know, the, this G.I. Joe figure is going to make you have a bad body image because you're not muscular enough. I'm so not going, bigger than G.I. Joe. I what don't you about? care. <laughs> I'm, I'm way better cut than G.I. Joe. Yeah. That's, a, that's commonly known as uh, the individual who's willing to take all the proper amounts of, you know, precautions with, with special powders and stuff and then go to the gym and, you know, basically learn to hate yourself. It's a professional. You know what? Um, as a man, you're better off to put all your feelings in a box and then go take them to the gym and work them out with heavy weights. I'm just saying it makes you feel better. You can get all that hate out. You don't have to talk to anybody about it. <laughs> yeah. How much does a Barbie doll go? $40. $40 for a doll. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of uncomfortable. I mean, that's that seems very high dollar. But then again, the $20 oh, bill is basically the, $1 now. I'm on I'm on the shop.mattel.com. They have a Rosa Parks Barbie doll. And she's got yeah. a bus behind her and everything. Hey, did you see? Did you see that the guy who owns Little Caesars there's actually... A, there's a Helen Keller Barbie doll? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bet you she never saw what that looked like. I'm just kidding. Naomi Osaka has a Barbie. Doll. I didn't know they were doing this. This is actually kind of cool. That's pretty interesting. Um, so uh, that he he kept her homed. Eleanor Roosevelt. She, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, the uh, that she that he kept her in a, an apartment and stuff. And when she got attacked in like 1994, moved her, put her to a different place until and and he paid all of her bills and took care of everything until like 2005. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's Dick Van Dyke. There's a Dick Van Dyke Kindle. That's, you know, I can't believe we're looking at, dude, Masters of the Universe. There you go. Yeah, there I'm going to look at some toys that are meant for guys. By yeah, guys, I mean it up here a little bit. boys under the age of 12. Because why it's not? Man. Why not see yeah, where exactly. Because as a, as a kid, like, the only, like, figures I really collected, I got into Batman when I was really little. And then I got into Star Wars around 99. And then, of course, OG, I, I, I Joe, grew baby. too old. At about 2002 is when I kind of like stopped buying action figures because I got a little bit too old for it. But When I was like, I don't know, six or seven. Yeah, it was like 1981. I got Snake Eyes. I, I, I bought Snake Eyes and then started a long history of, of like three or four years of solid G.I. Joeing. And, you know, back when, you know, I have the I still have the original Cobra Commander, the little blue dude. I still have it with the um, exploded like they, I, can't, I can't remember they call it. It's like the where the cobra symbol is all like jacked up. I still have it. Yeah, and it's worth a lot of money, but I don't. It's not like I'm ever gonna sell it. It's yeah. just neat to have. I'm looking at the Jurassic World toys right now. The Indominus Rex. We got the Velociraptor. That's pretty cool. Oh, they've got a classic playset. They've got the original Jurassic Park playset. They got a T Rex with uh, the uh, the SUV. And the glass actually breaks down. <laughs> Dude, the original Mattel Fanner 50 Black Cat Pistol had one. Remember yes. how awesome toy commercials were back in the day? Yeah, dude. Like, oh, the, no. They'd have like the little set and everything, and you'd watch it and be like, God, man, 
like watching a little movie, but like there's some kid's hand like grabbing onto the toy, moving it around. And the other thing is, is that they always they always made it like kids were playing together. Like, hell no, you'd screw up my battle. I'd, I'd do this myself. This is all my movie. I, I, I always thought it was weird, fun. like the way kids would play with toys and movies and stuff like that. Because I said, they were watching do it and go, that's not how I play with my that's toys. That's not cooperative. I mean, that's <laughs> I not how play I play with my toys. I don't, I, don't, I don't talk like that. Like, this is weird. Yeah, they're talking like, no, it's all in my mind. Theater of the mind. Yeah. And then the... Then, like, I remember, like, I saw at my grandmother's spot, my oldest brother, he had Fort Apache, the uh, the original, like, metal, like, Cowboys and Indians thing, right? And then he had, I think, 2.5 million, like, you know, army men, too, but not the cheapy green ones. He had, like, all kinds of stuff, like China and all these different, like, different militaries. So there was massive war that would take place. And then you do, the, like, you know, the Indians and the Cowboys, and I always tended to make the Indians win. I don't I don't know why <laughs> it's, it seemed like they always took over must have been my my indigenous family history just, <laughs> like, you, <laughs> just like you know what these people look like they're taking their shit back I, oh right i don't think i had any cowboy and indian um play sets oh, these are cool as shit i remember too, seeing man. them though like the little action figures i had the the world war ii army men figures those were fun Oh yeah, no, these yeah, I, dude. He had even like two and a half or like three inch tall army men too. He had all kinds of stuff. It was, it was cool as crap. I mean, I I played with them. He had tanks and all. You know, you run them over. I mean, dude, there was like hundreds of them, and you would set them all up, and then the battle would begin. It take an hour to set everything up. Take about fifteen minutes for the war to end. Yeah. Okay, I feel like we're just shopping for toys right now instead of doing a podcast. <laughs> do, 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 no, everybody here, what everybody's doing right now is they're going back in their mental Rolodex and they're thinking about all the shit that they did as a kid. That's what's, that's what's what. Yeah. You know, it's like, so cool. Oh, dude, here it is. Vintage Marks Ford Apache Carry All Play Action Set two twenty five ninety nine. That's what it is on eBay right now. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it that's literally it speaking of toys something that's kind of pissing me off right now is I remember 20 years ago when I had an Xbox mm-hmm. going to Costco looking for games and they always had this one game that was there it was Star Wars Obi-Wan and yeah. I didn't get it because a friend told me it was a bad game and they had tons of copies there and it was like 20 bucks you know how much like, a used chilling. copy of that game goes for now oh who knows dude like $85 I've seen it Good go Lord. for as much as $100. It's more than an, an actual brand new video game. Like, I just pre-ordered the new Call of Duty that's coming out, and for, like, the, the super deluxe elite bundle that, that you can play on, like, two different versions of the Xbox, and it comes with, like, a bunch of extra content, was was $99. Good Lord. Which, I mean, that's not a surprise, considering how expensive video games have gotten with all the... Because they, they don't just sell you the game, they sell you the game, and they sell you digital content to go uh, with it, right? Right, so then, so then it becomes, it doesn't work, it's not a standalone. Yeah, it ends well, up, yeah. I, I think it was like Call of Duty, which, I can't remember which one it was. Well, no, all of them there for a while. Basically, they would release the game for 60 bucks, and then they would right. have like six DLC packs that came with it that were 20 bucks each, and they never give you a discount on the DLC. So if you wanted to buy the DLC today, it's 20 bucks a pack. And there's, you know, like I said, five or six packs a game, and it's like, Jeez, man, you're you're dropping almost two hundred dollars on just one game, right? I, I mean, dude, the funny thing is, is like it's just 
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Attention all Ground Zero radio fans. GroundZeroMerch.com is your one-stop shop for all things Ground Zero. Oh, wow. Show off your style with our exclusive collection of T-shirts and hoodies. They're not just comfortable, they're conversation starters. Need to keep hydrated during those long listen sessions. Get your hands on our durable water bottles. And now introducing our latest editions, a hand-picked selection of intriguing books that will keep your mind buzzing. GroundZeroMerch.com. Support Ground Zero and everything we do. It's they've made they've made it so games they don't stand alone. Like there's games like I used to play Ultima Online, right? And I tried to play it again, and it's still the, probably the best MMORPG ever in terms of like depth. It's just the the graphics aren't there. But it's um, you have to do. There's all these rules and all this stuff associated with it, and these people have figured out a way or a loophole to operate the game in a past version, so it's not up to the last one, so it's no longer copyright infringed. It's and they do the same thing with like Star Wars, like um, galaxies and all that stuff too. I looked into all of them. It's really interesting. It's it's, but the the fact is is that you have to come up and find all of the, all of the patches and come up with a vanilla, you know, the whole vanilla game in order to make it work. And it it's become more and more and more of a, I don't know, like you know the way people used to play like the NES games. Like they down like a an emulator and do it that way it's the same thing they're just doing it for uh, online games that used to play same deal and it's it's strange that it's gone to a level of people have stopped looking forward because games are no longer made for them like games aren't made for you or me anymore man they're made for kids that are like kid like kids that want to like have all this love and togetherness and shit instead of being you know and instead of like taking each other out you know, I'm sorry. It's oh, there's just, still you know, some of that. Call of Duty still has a very competitive side to it. Like, it, there's there's a lot of trash talk that goes on in it. But yeah, but not yeah. like every stinking game was for a long time. It was like you know, Battlefield, you know, Battlefield, Battlefield 1942. You know, then there was like, what is it like, Conflict or something? Then then it came up with Battlefield Three. Those were all super big games. You know, Counter Strike. Everything was about busting a cap in your friend's ass, and it was so much fun. Those were so such a great time, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Society, man. All right. Anyway, society changes. Well, actually, I wanted to uh, do a shout out because we had a couple of donations, and I wanted to read the uh, the comments attached. Donations. Yeah. So uh, on our tip jar, just this week, we got a tip from Kevin. Said, "Hey Wes, my name's Kevin, subscriber to Aftermath. You and Bill are great. I love you guys and pray for y'all success. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you much." And maybe check see if you got another one here. I'll do a two five five six round salute to you because they're so damn expensive. Next time I'm out at the range. <laughs> These for you, Kevin. Clack clack. Clack clack. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I had here. I know I, I mentioned Bobby last time, but he had left a comment. And I couldn't pull it up. Well, we were. Well, I I was I was able to get back on um the you know aftermath media thing because uh, I was having some troubles with it for a while. So I answered and talked to a bunch of I left a lot of messages with everybody on some even some of the past shows. Yeah, that's the so, thing. Is I yeah. don't get um, notifications anymore, so I'll go no. and I'll sign in and I'll be like, oh crap, there's a bunch of comments I haven't read yet. Yeah, 
I, I, and I feel I, like a dick for not doing it. Yeah, well, because yeah. we used to get uh, emails and stuff, and I don't, I don't get the emails anymore because we have a new system. Where, cause the, it's the, broken. Well, no, well, the social <laughs> media aspect of it was getting to be so much that it was like 90% of the, the server's ca- ca- like capability or something like that. And we, it was getting to the point where it was slowing down other processes just to handle all of the comments and things like that that people were leaving. So they had to kind of shift it over. That's why we have a lot of the stuff on Telegram now is because it was so much that our server couldn't handle it. So we had to go to Telegram to have their servers take up all that that bandwidth and so we could focus more on this. But I guess when that right. kind of got shifted... Uh, the notifications went away. So uh, it's not this. like we're trying to be dicks. It's just that, you know. Well, I'm trying not to be. I'm like literally trying to like, you know, I'm trying to actively interact. It's just difficult. And then the new um, app that I have, the, the app is not as easy to access or to access our content to get to the, to the, um, to the discussion forums. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, dude, like Bobby, like, man, I, I mean, look, I'm going to read this. Great show as usual, guys. I mean, right on the money. You know what? That's the kind of re- that's the kind of critical feedback I need. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> I'm reading it. Uh, I'm actually I'm reading it too. Yeah, it was, I did just pull that yeah. same comment. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, it's it's like um, it, it's it's interesting than uh, that. There are some people that, that I mean, a lot of our listeners, I, it, most everything that we get is is some of for counterpunch i mean it's fine there's a lot of counter argument and i I like that as long as it's a a counter discussion that we want to have something that's fruitful um but a lot of our listeners it's like i think that they they feel like they're alone maybe and a lot of the people that are around that they don't that some maybe they feel that their thought processes are not as you know if you look at the news everything that we're saying seems way off base from the news you know, but it's like everybody I know thinks the same way. And it's like, it's nice to hear maybe somebody who you agree with that's that has a platform rather than just being, you know, around your neighborhood. At least you know your thoughts and your beliefs are elsewhere as well. It's not just, you know, in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and I did, I did like uh, the one we were talking about when I was, I listened to, um, the the one just after the Uvalde shooting, the one that we did that, you know, thank you for allowing me to do that um, with all the underlying things that went with it. But I could definitely tell, I listened to it um, the other night and I could tell how angry I was. You could hear it in my voice. Yeah. I was the, extremely upset. The listeners picked up on it too, but actually we got, yeah. I was worried about that episode as I was putting it together. I was kind of like clenching my teeth going, I hope it's... I don't know. Yeah. I well, hope you we, know don't, we don't start a shitstorm, but everyone basically kind of came out and, and said thank you for being so honest so uh i appreciate that one i actually appreciate the the feedback we got on that episode a lot of yeah. listeners connected with us on that one so that that well, well maybe we're not alone in what we're thinking yeah i felt some relief on that one. I, I i do I, I care that that we're doing the right thing and, and I, I don't want to be putting out bad content and so um when when people kind of reach out and let you know that you're doing a good job that that's always great to hear so always welcome to hear that. Oh, right. Um, I mean, it's, it's, if they're telling you, Hey, thank you for saying what you're saying and keep moving forward with it. It makes it easier to go do it because believe me, putting your opinion out there and the kind of, th- and the kind of um, damage that you can take professionally, if you're, if you start hitting the wrong chords is, is it's definitely a risk. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that, uh, that's going to do it for us today. We, as usual, we went way off topic. Um, 
Yeah, that's what I get for bringing up Barbies, I guess. And that, you know what happens? That's what happens. That's when it went. And you know, when I tried to man it up, I went right back to like plastic soldiers. But you're like, no, bro, got to stay on that Barbie shit, man. Got to roll with it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's good, though. Hey, look, you know what? We're most most subjects, Wes and Bill. That's what I've got to say. Most things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just us. That's just that's who we are, man. We just we do our thing. It's our conversation. This is a conversation. That's what it comes down to. We try to come in with some structure and then we blow that shit apart. It's a move. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, guys, appreciate you guys um, leaving comments and doing what you do. And I'm uh, still working on getting funding for that film. And um, now I'm starting to sweat because we're getting, we're getting later into the month and the uh, donations are starting to slow down. And uh, that one's been, uh, that one's been tough to get promotions on because you have to build the social media presence up against the clock so i'm really pushed on that one but um yeah if you guys want to check that out uh that's on kickstarter on their website just look up two sons in a day uh, i'll put a link in the uh, description as well if you guys want to check it out i'll, I'll put in a, a link in every description of every episode this month for fans who want to check it out and if you guys uh, believe in the idea go for it uh if, if not i totally understand um you know, maybe consider sharing it because i want to i want to make the movie the right way if I even have the opportunity to make the movie, it's funding is the big uh, the big hurdle. Can't get funding, can't make the movie. So, um, who's who's the guy who's doing your um, marketing? Me. Who's the producer? Are <laughs> you're not the producer though? I am. I'm one of the producers. It's very, very, very independent. And that's the thing okay. is that there's there's no real official um, game game plan on things. Normally, people that do these they have a company that already has some kind of like PR presence of some kind. We just don't have that. So uh, okay. we're relying on, on social media to kind of get it to work, which can be great. But at the same time, you know, it's, it can be a nightmare because if you don't match the algorithms and you don't get shared, right, it doesn't work out. So um, I'm kind of scrambling on that one, trying to get that, that up and running. If it fails, it fails. But, um, you know, we are going to be appearing on ground zero fail. next week. So I want to make sure that um, we don't... Um, I just don't want to look bad. You know, I want to make look, sure that man, we look if it doesn't, if it, if it doesn't go forward immediately, it means it's postponed. It doesn't mean that the project fails. Oh, no, I understand. Really I'm, I'm more than willing to take an L, but that's the thing is that I'm, I'm asking other people to risk their reputation to support me. And that's where I'm kind of being like, okay, well, if they're going to put their necks out for me, I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm not going to embarrass them. That's, that's my concern. I, I'm not you afraid know, to be embarrassed. I'm afraid like, of embarrassing people who want to help me. Do you realize that the avalanche would have lost that? I had so many more jokes for you. Right then, I mean, no shit, you took an L. I mean, you just got embarrassed. I mean, I would have, I've been able to take all of those at you, but they're going to the NHL, like they're going to the, they're going to the Stanley Cup. It's game on. Yeah, they're going to the finals. So well, I'm bringing that shit here's up thing. before you did. They've been in embarrassment more times than not over the last twenty something years. So uh, that's the other thing is it's like that's why it's so exciting is it's like man, I've watched this team go through ups and some downs. I'm talking like down, down, low, yeah. low, yeah. Like just like five years ago, they were the worst team in the league. And I was a fan of the Rams in the '80s and the '90s and the 2000s, and I've won twice, twice. You see what I'm saying? I understand pain. I understand it. <laughs> yeah, know? droughts aren't fun. So, you know what? Actually, what it does do is allows you to completely disconnect and not be a fan. Remember that um, one commercial? It was like a football commercial, but you'll 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 get it. Like one guy is like telling his son, like he was a Steelers fan in like the late seventies. He's like, son, you got to stay with your team. And then as time goes on, the kids always being a Steelers fan, 
going through all the shit and the dad every year is wearing a different jersey through every dynasty and then when they starts winning again you see this he has this jersey back on she's csun perseverance is everything and it's just like the same thing you if you're if you are with if you follow a team not in a fanatical way just you follow the team and you support the team and when they win it's great and when they lose you're like man that's that's professional athletics it's the people that get all emotional like you Wes, that run around the office scaring people with your big ass body talking about how great the avalanche is they're worried about you taking them out that's what they're worried about they're like what's going to happen if the avalanche loses Wes is going to beat someone's ass in this office <laughs> they're like yeah man it's okay they're like hey thanks Wes. yeah i'm in danger but yeah that's what everybody's thinking I'm just saying you're like, woof, yeah. woof, woof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like what the hell if, if they lose he's gonna kill himself if they get swept he's gonna take someone with them yeah. you, most of the people in the office is like what the hell is the avalanche is that a gang yeah no it's just yeah seriously they're like i didn't know the, the blazers i didn't really have avalanche was a basketball team yeah yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> well, what i don't like basketball because i'm tall is that it Exactly. See, I was making jokes. See, but, but then I was also going the other end that the only professional team that Portland has is the Blazers. Everything. Well, yeah. So you, know, that, national, that, you yeah. talk to people here. That's all they know is basketball. But the Blazers don't make it. Everyone's like all bummed out. And I'm just going, I don't care. I'm not. I was always Fuck. happy when they were out. It just took a lot of pressure off the, all this stuff. Man, back when it was Rip City and all the, everything was everywhere. And it was like you couldn't get away from it. it was all the time. Then I was missing Rip City when they were having the Mariners trying to be forcing their shit on us. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I'm not a Seahawk fan. I'm not a Mariner fan. So, I mean, and that's obviously a point of contention with a few of my friends. <laughs> so it's like, I, I mean, I don't really care. Sports ball is really, I mean, I'll watch the game and I enjoy it. However, comma, it's not what I live and die by. That's just, you know, I, I feel like ball. I have other stuff going. Yeah, exactly. Score well, yeah, points, what are you talking about? The game. Go sports puck. I mean, see what I'm saying? That's the yeah. same idea. Same thing. So anyway, I think we burned this one up. Yeah, we've, we've uh, overstayed our dragged this one out a little bit too long. You know why? Because we love, we love, we love to talk to you guys. We love okay. you so much. Okay. Deep. Wes professes his love for you regularly. He says, anyway, I love those people. Uh, if any of you guys are interested in helping me out in the film, I, that's very much appreciated. And I feel like I'm always asking people for money, but um, that's just how the world works. Got to have money to, to make your dreams come true. So, um, <laughs> you know what? You need to make one of yeah. those Sarah McLaughlin like things in the arms of the angels doing that kind of thing. And you'd be like, hi. I'm a white guy producing a movie. I need to do one of the Shia LaBeouf things. Do it. Just oh, yeah. oh you could go both ways. Do it. You gotta Make do the one your where dreams yeah. come true. Well, you got to have somebody looking all sickly and like, you know, and like, I need money for this because if I don't, I won't be able to eat. You know, and then you do it. You go both ways and you'd be like, and then you work both ends. You have the violent one and then you have the one that's like empathetic. You have both sides. You get sympathy money and anger money. It works good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, we'll be here making content for you no matter what. And um, I am not going to kill anyone if my team does not win the Stanley Cup because they are going to win the Stanley Cup. That was all satire. <laughs> Wes is a nonviolent individual. I very much am, unless you, unless I am threatened. And then uh, when threatened, the, the conspirifact Wes will deploy his counteraction measures and <laughs> counteraction measure <laughs> when, when threatened, like, he will deploy a handgun and will use <laughs> lethal force if absolutely necessary I guess if he, if he is threatened he will deploy a stink bomb <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
and then draw his weapon. <laughs> All right. As always, I'm Wes. And I'm Bill. Watch the skies for us. And don't sell your old toys because somebody else is going to profit on your childhood. Go Avalanche. Attention all Ground Zero radio fans. GroundZeroMerch.com is your one-stop shop for all things Ground Zero. Oh, wow. Show off your style with our exclusive collection of T-shirts and hoodies. They're not just comfortable, they're conversation starters. Need to keep hydrated during those long listen sessions? Get your hands on our durable water bottles. And now introducing our latest additions, a hand-picked selection of intriguing books that will keep your mind buzzing. GroundZeroMerch.com. Support Ground Zero and everything we do. Are you brave enough to step into the unknown, where shadows whisper and secrets unfold? Welcome to Ground Zero Radio, your gateway to the other side, now within reach on iOS, Android, and Alexa. Dive deep into the abyss with Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis. Unravel mysteries with the secret teachings and explore the unexplained in Into the Parabnormal. Listen to live radio and podcasts, read our latest articles, and message the station all in our new mobile apps. Download the Ground Zero radio app today, now available in the App Store. 